Okay, the moment that you have been waiting for, I guess we all have, 2021, it's here. So tonight at midnight, the ball will drop in Times Square. Everybody will be watching. And the clock will turn. The year, the date, your calendar will change to 2021. And usually on December 31st, January 1st, we're reminiscing and thinking about our lives and how we can make it better, right? Like, this is going to be my year. So unfortunately, it's going to be more of the same of 2020 because, well, the pandemic. (laughs) The pandemic is not going to just die because the clock strikes midnight tonight, right? Like, you know that, right? But still, dating is still happening, right? Because all of the apps, um, Facebook, um, freaking Instagram DMs, I mean, Tinder, and I don't know, whatever you're using to date, whatever you're using, it's happening. So what is going to be different? Which, by the way, my name is Rika. Thank you for listening to Single You, the podcast. And today it's about you and I. Because I really want you to ask yourself, how is 2021 going to be different for me in the area of knowing my worth and not tying my identity to men? How is 2021 going to be different for you than any other year when you were out here dating and you had no tangible steps? You didn't know the difference between healthy versus unhealthy. Now, not to toot my own horn, but I got to say, if you've been listening to my podcast for all 17 episodes, 16, what number am I on? I don't know. But if you've been listening to my podcast, you had to have taken away some tangible tips by now. At least that's my hope. And I want you to operate from the space of singleness is not a punishment. So that way you're not like you're not so desperate like me, like me. I have to get the goal. The golden life for women is to get married and have kids. That's a lie straight from the pit of hell. And I'm not here to make fun of you. I've been there. 2017 and pre, we've talked about this. I've had an abusive relationship. I have an ex-boyfriend take $10,000 away from me. You know? So I, I, I don't sit from a seat of judgment. I sit from a seat of trying to encourage you to pull to, well, <laughs> my book, Sis Don't Date That Guy, is coming out this year in 2021. And on the, the, the cover is me adjusting a woman's crown. And when you join Single You Academy, you actually get a gift. I call it the, um, the single inspiration box. And when you open it, it says, I'm here to help you adjust your crown. So that's what I, that's what I feel like I'm doing. That's, that's what I feel like God has called me to do, to help the women who need to hear that singleness is not a punishment and that you're worthy regardless of your relationship status. So I'm not trying to make this episode long. I just wanted to do an episode on New Year's Day, on New Year's Eve, I guess, into New Year's Day. So you can start thinking about if you haven't already, which I hope you have if you've been listening to me for a while. I want you to start thinking about what are you going to do differently in 2021? You know the definition of insanity, right? I want to take you away from that. So that's why I titled this episode, The Dating Mistake That I Hope You Leave in 2020. The Dating Mistakes, because I actually have three for you, okay? The Dating Mistakes That I Hope You Leave in 2020. And these are mistakes that I have made. And so if you resonate with these, I want you to stop. Okay. If you've never done these, don't ever do them. (laughs) But we're leaving this in 2020. This is how your dating will be different if you no longer do these. Okay. All right. So let's start with number three. 
I have my pen and paper because I like to take notes and I just want to make sure I'm making sense here. All right. So as we move into 2021, a new year, what I want you to start doing, we've talked about this before. Stop rushing when it comes to dating. Slow down the dating process. I know that was one of the Wednesday tangible tips with my cousin DJ, but I just want you to really think about what that means. Okay. Now I'm not going to lie to you. I have guys (laughs) in my DMs. Okay. Um, And there's one that I'm kind of like, okay, he may be something, but I told him, listen, I'm not trying to build a relationship with you. I'm trying to build a friendship. And he understood that. And that's what I want to do. Whereas before, I just thought, oh, well, these butterflies are telling me that I like you or that I should be having sex with you, so let's do it. And then you try to piece a healthy relationship together after you're already freaking head first. I'm not diving into relationships anymore. You know? I, 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 we have to stop listening to the butterflies. They're liars. You have to stop listening to your vagina. She actually doesn't know if he's the one or not, sis. I promise you. Those butterflies, that feeling that you get is a liar. And actually, um, an episode, I believe it'll be episode 18 with Day, my friend Day, we have that conversation. Those butterflies are lying to you, sis. Stop leaning heavy into those. Slow down slow down what's what's that saying like um the 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 things the best things are worth waiting for something like that like you can wait and once you get there you're gonna be like I'm so glad I waited so slow down data collecting building a friendship that's how you should be dating so that's number three stop rushing okay all right the second dating mistake you are going to leave in 2020 is morphing and serving your way into a man's heart. I think I told this story on uh, episode 16 when I was talking to Cameo King. You know, I was so busy when I lived in uh, Indianapolis with that boyfriend I had there. So busy trying to figure out how to get him to just like me and stop complaining about me having guy friends or watching my every move and getting jealous Um, all the time, you know, and that was a constant theme in my relationships, unfortunately, because I didn't know how to date. Um, But anyway, so I was constantly trying to morph and serve and be who he wanted me to be so we could just get to the finish line, right? And that hindered my other relationships with my friends. Um, I wish that I could have had more memories uh, with my friend Ron Miner. Um, Shout out to Indiana Jones. If you are listening to this and you live in Indianapolis, you know who exactly who I'm talking about. Um, And unfortunately, he died, um, I want to say a week or two before Christmas of a heart attack. And the only thing, well, not the only thing. I did think about the good memories we had because he always threw me birthday parties, which with my ex was an issue, (laughs) especially the time that he brought. Shout out to DJ Dot. To throw to DJ my party, he he flew him up from Florida to Indianapolis. Oh my God, my ex hated that. I don't even remember why. But what I do remember and wish is that I wasn't so worried about the ex, my boyfriend at that time, being mad at me for hanging out with guys. Like there were so many times, so many parties that I miss hanging out with Indiana Jones, aka Ron Miner. Because my boyfriend will be mad, so let me just not go. I'll just sit at home. 
That upsets me, man. There's so many things I missed out on. I could have a deeper, stronger relationship with my best friends, Adrian and Lori. But I was in that relationship for five years trying to shapeshift. <laughs> and I missed out on so much, on so much time. And thank God, like, Adrian and Lori and even Jones, rest in peace, never said anything about it. But I, th- th- that's what I thought of when I heard that he died. Like, dang, I missed out on so much because I had a dumbass boyfriend. Never again in a perfect relationship. You know, there's no perfect, but perfect for me. My boyfriend would be like, yeah, let's go. What time we going? What we wearing? We, we dressing up as twins. What we doing? And he'd be dapping up my friends and hanging out with them, maybe even sometimes alone. I'm never going to allow an insecure man ever again tell me that me being friends with males is wrong. Never slept with them, never kissed them in the mouth. There is nothing wrong with having friends of the opposite sex. I'm not sleeping in their bed. I'm not hanging out with them over my boyfriend. Nothing like that. That's not who I was or who I will ever be. But I just felt like in my Indiana ex, my abusive relationship, and even my $10,000 boyfriend, especially when we were in college, that it was a problem for me to even just say hi to a man. So that is number two. No more morphing and serving and shape-shifting. That's a dating mistake you will leave in 2020. If I have anything to say about it, okay? All right, number one. Try to get this episode under 15 minutes. Okay, here we go. The number one dating mistake that you should leave in 2020 is stop. (laughs) Did I say that right? Stop. Stop dating men who haven't accomplished anything. Okay? Listen, I'm 37. In fact, my 37th and a half birthday was on December 29th. My half birthday. Yes, I've been counting my half birthday since I was like 10. Once I figured that out, I I thought it was so cool that I knew that. Um, So shout out to my June babies, especially my cancers, my cancerians, whatever that is. I don't go by astrology, but I do know that I am a cancer. And yes, I do have two personalities. (laughs) Since I'm an introvert, but I can play and moonlight as an extrovert sometimes, okay? All right, so what do I mean by that? Dating men who haven't accomplished anything. Here is what I learned about me and my three pillars of men. So I knew that I was going to be a radio personality, a radio personality, before I graduated. Like my last semester at Howard University, I had a job waiting for me at Kiss FM in Seattle. So I've always had a career. I've always had a career. And unfortunately, in my 20s, I was way too understanding. 20s and 30s, because again, remember, I'm 37 and a half right now. Way too understanding if a man didn't have his shit together. Way too understanding. And that hindered the relationship because I'm not going to say all men, because I don't like to paint all men with the same brush, but the men that I dated that was obviously an insecurity for them. And you've heard me say this before, maybe you haven't, but write it down, take a picture, affirmation, put it on your mirror. An insecure man <laughs> will either leave you or abuse you. That, that's it. There, there's no in between. He will either leave you or abuse you, especially how insecure my last three serious relationships were. So my accomplishments mm, made them feel small, I'm sure. Now, 
I am only assuming this from their actions. These are conversations I never had with them, don't ever care to have with them because the way that they treated me was disrespectful and I don't have time. I don't need closure. I don't need you to explain to me why you treated me that way because it wasn't right. Okay. But I will no longer look over that because I'm, I'm about to be 40, bro. And so I'm dating that age group. So you need to have accomplished something. I don't care if you're on your second career or third. Look at me. I'm on my second. I don't care if you're on your second or third. But did you accomplish something in your life that makes you as a man feel secure? Because men need that. They do. They, they need to feel secure within their manhood. And, and unfortunately, I think that means that they have to have a job. <laughs> and listen, my, um, my exes, they didn't have anything going for him. And even my $10,000 boyfriend, I guess he had a good career, but he didn't know how to save or budget or have a good credit score. And so I, that, I can't even do that. So you have to be on the level of me or above. I'm no longer towing the line. I'm no longer looking back and holding my hand back to drag you along. We're not doing that. So those are the three dating mistakes we're leaving in 2020. No rushing, number three. Number two, you're not morphing and serving your way into a man's heart anymore. And number one, you are not dating men who haven't accomplished anything. Look at your life. He either needs to match you or be above you. All right. I made this under 15 minutes. Didn't I make it? <laughs> um, okay. So I want to know your takeaways from this episode. I want you to screenshot you listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening to. And hit me up on Instagram. Put it in your stories. Tag me. And um, write the quote or what tangible or all the three things. Did it resonate with you? I want to put a face to the listener. Right. I see the numbers, but I don't see you. So I want to see you. So will you hit me up on Instagram? I am at just me Rika. That's R-E-K-A. Don't forget to rate this. Subscribe. I'm still hoping I can get to 100 ratings. That really helps me out as a small business owner, as a motivational speaker and the single girls life coach. So rate it, subscribe and share it with a friend. OK. And now the three writing prompts to help you discover your worth and the How to Get Over Him Video Plus Worksheet. All that information is coming up next, and it's also in the show notes. My name is Rika. Happy 2021. This will be your best year ever if you take my tangible tips and execute. This will be the best year ever in your dating and single life bucket. Thank you for listening to Single You, the podcast. Okay, okay, okay. What were your takeaways? This is why I tell you, use your notes app. Have your pen and notebook ready when you're listening to Single You, the podcast. So what were your takeaways? I want to hear that from you. Okay, so there's three things that I'm going to tell you right now. One is for me. And then the last two are other ways that I can be of service to you on your journey of discovering your worth so that you can stop tying your identity to men and stop being a man pleaser. I want to help you as much as I can, okay? So what were your takeaways? 
Can you like write down a quote, take a screenshot of you listening to the podcast, you know, on your phone, put it in your Instagram story and then tag me. And don't forget to put the quote there or say, Rika, this was my takeaway. And bam, I want to read it because not only does it help me understand who's listening to my podcast, what the takeaways were, so maybe I can expound on it more, but it's just great to know that you're listening. So I just want to know that you're listening, okay? All right. So the show notes will have the information to get a hold of the guest on this episode. So if there was a guest and you're like, I want to get a hold of that person, it is in the show notes. All right. What else is in the show notes is this. Here are two other ways that I can be of service to you when you are ready. Grab my free Single You Academy mini course. Okay. You want it for free? I will have a free trial for you. All you have to do is let me know that you want it. It's three writing prompts to help you discover your worth, plus the How to Get Over Him video with worksheet. And in that, you will also learn the top three boundaries that you need to have when it comes to men. And really, people, society, your kids, it's interchangeable. But if you want to learn that, I got you. But you got to got you, right? (laughs) Um, All right, so in the show notes, the link will be there. And then you sign up for it, and then I will send you the login and information in your email So always make sure you're checking your email if you sign up for something from me. Also, how else can I be of service to you? Well, iron sharpens iron. And the Bible also says it's not good for man to be alone. And to me, it doesn't mean romantically. It actually means just community, people who are like you and like-minded. When you want to be strengthened, then you need to be around people who are a little bit stronger than you in that area. So join me in my free Facebook group, Singleness is not a punishment. You can search that on Facebook. It's there. Answer a few questions. I'll let you in the group. It's a private Facebook group. The link is also in the show notes. Now, before I get out of here, I just want to tell you my prayer to God, right? So after I went through my journey of discovering my worth so that I stopped tying my identity to men and stopped being a man pleaser, I began to ask like, okay, I know that I did it for myself. Now, how can I teach other women to do it? Because I remember when I got out of my abusive relationship in 2017, I heard God say, I will use your story. And then in the Purpose Driven Life, Pastor Rick Warren writes, your greatest shame will be the thing that heals others. And then also reading Gabrielle Union's book, We're Gonna Need More Wine, when I went on my solo trip to Mexico. Hopefully you've heard this story because you've been listening to my podcast. If you haven't, go back. It's in, I don't know what episode, but it's there. But anyway, when I read her book, I felt in community, in communion with her. So in knowing that God said, I'm gonna use this story, I was like, okay, I need to start sharing and uh, get step over my shame. <laughs> when I first started sharing, I still had a lot of shame, but I don't anymore. But anyway, I said, okay, so I need to start sharing so then another woman can feel in communion with me and she will say, I am not alone. And now my prayer is, God, have the women you want me to help hear my voice. Have her reach out to me. And so I don't know who I'm talking to. If that is you, reach out to me. You are drowning. I have the life vest. You are sick of these dysfunctional relationships. I have a formula that will stop you from being in another dysfunctional relationship. Now, nothing is perfect and I don't get to write everybody's story, but I got to tell you the testimonials I got from myself and from other clients of mine, my formula is working. 
So if you are burnt out on those dysfunctional relationships, you've hit the wall. You're the type of woman who gives your all to a man. And you're always trying to satisfy your man and go the extra mile. But it has never worked out for you. And again, you're burnt out. You're over it. Reach out to me. I don't know who needs to hear this. But if you are the woman I'm praying for, hear my voice and reach out to me. Because I don't know you, right? I don't, I don't know you. You found me somehow. And the only way I'm going to know that you need my help is if you ask. The Bible also says you have not because you ask not. Don't be embarrassed, girlfriend. I'm here. I'm here. Reach out to me if you need to. Um, again, the writing prompts and also the Facebook group links are in the show note. My Instagram is also in the show notes. I am just me, Rika. If you don't want to check, reach out to me right now and ask me anything. My DM is open to you, girl. Okay. <laughs> All right. Like, subscribe, rate this podcast. Please share this podcast because maybe a woman you know is the woman I am assigned to help. So there we go. All right. Thanks for listening. This is Single You, the podcast. <laughs>